Hello, this is Dr. Karen Becker, and today we're going to discuss hot spots. Hot spots are also known as pyotraumatic dermatitis or superficial pyoderma. Those are big fancy words for infected, inflamed skin. Hot spots occur in dogs when their natural bacteria overpopulates parts of the skin, usually related to your pet's immune system not being 100% up to par. Whenever you have an infection with your own natural bacteria, most of the time there's a root cause that needs to be identified. More on that in a minute. So hotspots come about very quickly. In fact, you can leave for work in the morning and arrive home at night and there's an area of skin that is inflamed, irritated, um, oozing, red, very painful for the dog, very sensitive to the touch, and they can come up very, very quickly. Although any dog can certainly have a hot spot, hot spots are much more common in dogs that have a very thick coat, dogs that have dirty skin, dogs that have allergic conditions, including flea problems, uh, dogs that have moist, uh, moist skin or moisture on their skin. So let's say your dog hops in a dirty pond on a 90 degree summer day and gets out. That's the setup for a potential uh, full body reaction uh, in addition to multiple hot spots on their skin because they have a dirty, damp, warm, potentially um, hospitable environment for that natural bacteria to fester. When hotspots occur, there's two things that you have to do. You have to treat the wound and you have to identify any underlying cause that caused the hotspot to occur. So first, treating the wound, you need to make sure that you clip away the hair. A lot of people don't want to do that. In fact, I have a lot of dogs that are in the ring or show dogs and people don't want to trim the hair. If you don't remove the hair, the hair becomes trapped with the pus and serum and infection and it becomes really difficult to manage. In fact, oftentimes it provides a foundation or a cover for the wound to get even bigger. So I really advocate that you actually shave the area. Um, I'm a big believer in marking with a Sharpie pen the, the edge of the wound lesion. So if it continues to grow, you know that you are not addressing it appropriately from home and you'll need to seek veterinary care. There are some hot spots that cause fevers and really significant uh, underlying skin infections. And if you see the wound growing and not getting bigger after a couple days, it's time to seek veterinary care. Once you shave the wound and you've identified your margin, clip the hair back until you have healthy skin. And then once you've identified that, you need to begin disinfecting. Your mantra for managing a hot spot has to be to keep the area clean and dry, clean and dry, clean and dry. So once you've removed the hair, you need to gently disinfect the area with a disinfectant that's going to remove bacteria. I recommend pulvidone iodine, which is also called betadine. You can buy it from any pharmacy. In fact, you can buy it at Juul or Walgreens or Osco or any of the um, uh, chain pharmacies. A lot of health food stores also carry pulvidone iodine. It's organic, it's side effect free, and it does a good job of controlling most skin bacteria. I dilute pulvidone iodine to iced tea color, and then you can use a, a washcloth or gauze to gently disinfect the area. If you note, especially on day one and two of that hot spot, that more oozing has occurred several hours later, you can disinfect again. So as often as the, the wound weeps, or oozes, you need to be disinfecting. Sometimes that's twice a day, minimum twice a day, but sometimes on day one and two, you can disinfect the area up to every two hours to keep the area dry and free from additional pus. 
After you've cleaned the area, you can apply a topical solution. You can use colloidal silver, you can use raw aloe, you can use a thin layer of manuka honey, which is a raw honey made from, from the tea tree plant. Um, you can use a cool chamomile tea bag up against the wound to provide some soothing effects. Do not use anything that has stinging or astringing properties because it's an open raw wound. So solutions like vinegar and tea tree oil, although antimicrobial, are really painful when you apply to an open wound. So I don't recommend you use those types of aggressive solutions when you have an oozing, red, irritated, painful wound. You're going to repeat the process of disinfecting and then applying a light topical, natural, soothing gel uh, afterwards until the wound shrinks down and until your pet leaves it alone. Now, leaving it alone is a really important second step. You need to either apply an e-collar, which means uh, one of those annoying lampshade collars that prevents your dog from chewing at himself. If your dog continually re-traumatizes that area, number one, the infection will never go away, and number two, the wound will get bigger. You may be able to manage that wound with a light wrap. You may be able to manage the wound by applying a t-shirt to your pet, but it's important that you get your pet to leave the wound alone. Uh, the second step of, of helping to manage hot spots is to identify why they happened. Absolutely allergies, both food and environmental allergies, both can cause hot spots to occur. So if you are noting that every single time your dog eats a little bit of your wheat bread crust there's a very, and then gets a hot spot, there's a very good chance that there's a, a carb-based allergy, a grain-based allergy, and that you need to reevaluate carbs in the diet. Environmental allergies can also cause hot spots. And that can be ragweeds, grasses, pollens, mold, but it can also be polluted water or even toxic air that can cause a secondary hotspot to occur in your pet. So you need to evaluate your pet's diet as well as your pet's environment for potential sources of allergens as a root cause for hotspots. Besides allergies, it's important to note that fleas and flea allergy dermatitis is a big reason why animals get hotspots. And a lot of times people don't actually see the fleas, but the bite of one flea is enough if your dog is sensitive to cause a raging hotspot. So it is important you evaluate your pet with a flea comb or checking for flea dirt to make sure your pet does not have a, a flea problem. There are other reasons besides allergies why dogs do get hotspots. Pain actually is one reason. If your dog has a pain response, uh, they can start to dig and chew over a certain part of their body. So if you have an older dog that has never had hot spots before and you recognize that they're chewing, let's say, over a hip joint, that could be a pain response. If your pet has neuralgia or let's say sciatica, which is um, a zinging, irritated nerve response, you know when your foot falls asleep and wakes up and there's that tingling? Pets can have that too. And if your dog has that tingling neuralgia down a leg, you can see your pet begin to chew on an ankle or a toe and induce a secondary infection in that area that your vet may label as a hot spot, but there's not an underlying allergic condition, there's an underlying muscle, nerve, or bone-based issue. So it's important to not rule out that there could be a physical reason why your pet's acquiring a hot spot as well. Last but certainly not least is a mental issues for hot spots, obsessive compulsive disorder, separation anxiety, uh, boredom-based behaviors are all behavioral issues that can cause licking and chewing in certain spots. Actually, um, this is the hardest aspect of hot spots to treat. If your pet is obsessive about licking parts of his body that's creating an open wound, that can become really difficult to treat long-term because you ultimately have to rely on behavior modification to effectively treat the root cause of why uh, the hot spots are happening. 
hopefully I've given you some information today to be able to identify not only why the root cause of the hot spots is occurring in your dog, but most importantly, to be able to treat it and so you're able to avoid these annoying lesions in the future.